Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave, and welcome to day 209 of Silence in a Year, along with loquacious layperson Lisa. Uh, we are moving on. So, Lisa, what do you have for us today? Today's episode is called The Silence of Nazareth, and the word today is study. And uh, Cardinal Sarah is actually referring to a homily from Pope Paul VI, mm-hmm. a where he says that Nazareth is a kind of school where we may begin to discover what Christ's life was like and even to understand his gospel. So visiting these places, these holy sites, is really a way to immerse ourselves into the environment. I mean, in the best way that we can today. Sure, sure. of Jesus. And so in Nazareth, um, we were able, and you guys had met, you and Debbie had mentioned this on a previous episode, how we went to see where um, the angel Gabriel came and uh, the Annunciation where Mary, uh, the Holy, through the Holy Spirit conceived Jesus. And then um, the home, their home at where, um, and I don't know if you guys talked about this, but um, that's where Jesus learned to obey. And there's even like a little plat, like a little thing on the ground that says that. And just being able to, you know, it's called the, fi- the fifth gospel. The Holy Land is called the fifth gospel. So it's kind of a way to study without reading, but actually living it. Yeah, I like that. I like that concept of learning to obey. And I think that when we spend time in silence i don't know what you're doing with your head i'm trying to get in the picture but you're gonna like go like that go like that like a, little, like a little thing going on but when we spend time in silence i think that is an opportunity for us to um learn how to better obey god and mm-hmm. i think one of the primary ways that we can better obey god is to better understand the truths right that he has set down and that the church has echoed and reinforced over the centuries. And uh, by doing that, it, it, it makes it, I, I wouldn't say easier, but it makes it um, uh, more our desire, if you will, to obey what God is calling us to do. Because our human tendency is certainly um, can be the opposite of that, is to do what we want to do. It's funny, like my... Uh, my grandson, Theo Matthew, he's almost 18 months old. We're going to see him this Sunday. And yeah, he does what he wants to do. He throws food on the floor. He rattles the pans. He takes everything out of the cabinets. <laughs> uh, he creates total chaos. And of course, we love every bit of it because we don't have to clean any of it up. And he's totally cute when he's doing it. But right, he is exercising a freedom based on his own understanding of things without any accountability or responsibility or culpability but as he gets older then um, his parents will continue to um, teach him right or at least I hope so I think they will teach him the right things to do you know what is right and and what is wrong and that freedom is not as we I think this whole thing's really important freedom's not doing what we want to do I can't say that enough it's obeying what God has called us to do. That's authentic freedom. That's what St. John Paul II said. And so that is really beautiful stuff. And so as we mature in our faith, as my grandson matures and gets older, he will recognize um, the importance of having boundaries, of obeying and following the rules, because 
they're there for a variety of reasons, you know, just laws and everything we have are to, to keep us safe, mm-hmm. right? And, and to make sure that everyone is on the same page in terms of, of how things should be done. Imagine what the roads would be like, Lisa, if we were all uh, driving around without any signs or rules about how to drive. It would, oh, okay. it would be complete chaos, I thought right? you were going to say if everybody obeyed all the, <laughs> the, um, the traffic laws. If everybody... You uh, wouldn't oh, like to go that slow. <laughs> yeah, but we we would probably not have to sit at the bridge tunnel every single day. Exactly. You know? 55 and the t- tunnel people. Right. Well, and it, But it's the thing is all the, the weaving in and out and, and, and you're only worried about yourself and where you're trying to go, right? If you think about that in your own spiritual life, Right, while well, I'm exercising my freedom, I'm going as fast as I want to, and I'm doing whatever I want to to get where I got to go because I'm what's most important. No, you're not. You're not that important. Okay, we we all have to work, and it's the same thing with our spirituality, right? And and even inside of the church, okay, we all have to work together to carry out the mission of Christ. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll get off my soapbox now. What do you have? Oh, so when you were talking about faith, it so or obedience, like so. Part of faith is obeying God mm-hmm. and back to faith again. Yeah, exactly. Must be on your mind. Mm, you know, and we have to practice faith just like I think we have to practice obedience, mm-hmm. even though we, like you said, we want to do what we want to do, but we also are called to grow in humility and submit to God's will and unite that with our you know, unite our will with God's will and give up the control of what we want to do and allow him to lead us. Yeah, when I became a deacon and when priests become priests, uh, we all take a vow of obedience to the bishop Mm -hmm. and to all future bishops. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, sometimes that means the bishop might tell you to do something you don't want to do or something that's not convenient uh, or something you wish maybe someone else could do, but the reality of it is, is you've taken a vow of obedience uh, to do that. And of course, you know our bishop's going to talk to us about things. Uh, but w- when I took that vow of obedience, it's not really hard for me to say yes to anything that the bishop might ask me to do. And really, as far as I'm concerned, um, you know, the deacon is the icon of Christ, the servant. And so for me, that that kind of extends down to everybody else the the pastor, you know, the parochial vicars the people in the parish, right, that I am called to serve all of them because that's that's my role. And and so um the the most interesting thing is like is is God telling me to love his people, right? Right. So if I'm obedient to God in loving his people, I will be serving them. And 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 loving them takes on a lot of different forms from fixing gutters to uh spiritual direction to moving plants, to just over, uh, fixing cars, helping people with cars that they've got that are messed up. So, you know, being a deacon, you you get called on for all kinds of stuff from the spiritual to the not-so-spiritual. Well, it reminds me of the episode we just had to, to ser- that serve. Yeah. And part of serving is following, which mm-hmm. is obedience. Yeah. So it all ties hand in hand. And... I don't know if you you and Debbie mentioned this when you were talking about Nazareth um, a few episodes ago, but um, you had mentioned before we started filming like that um, Nazareth, the silence of Nazareth is referring to Jesus's hidden life. Right. Right. And how we don't know what happened there, but we can just imagine 
especially if you're able to visit just you could just imagine like when, when you go to joseph and mary's house like just jesus like running around in there and mm-hmm. um helping joseph and um helping mary with the different things and we just uh there's a there's a there's um some books on on like the silent life of jesus that are are pretty interesting but we can uh we can pray into it and see what god reveals to us but we we really it's a mystery no i agree so takeaway question um what does your hidden life look like would you want anybody to know would you want jesus to know he does he knows but you get my point let's pray in the name of the father and the son of the holy spirit amen, amen. Lord, we thank you for the gift of silence, and we thank you for the gift of obedience, and we thank you for the gift of faith. And I ask that you bless everyone in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. See you.